Hello, welcome to Black Cap Recap, where two bald guys wear black ball caps and dive into the deeper meaning of movies, TV, and media. We're your co-hosts, Sean McCannelly and Aaron Russo. This is a conversation between two friends, and we hope that you enjoyed as much as we do. recap talking about the last of us episode eight of season one we just got finished watching it this is the penultimate episode before the finale next week um and it's the story of ellie and david and his community as it were <laughs> um the middle of winter in the resort town and uh all is not as it seems at first Although we could probably see some hints <laughs> that something was amiss. Um, but I guess what were your impressions from going in blind, What, having watched it? Uh, what's your take on it as the story and as an episode on its own? Um, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was good. It was very, um, like a lot, like the way they, 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 like you, you knew that, I mean, you knew something was going to be wrong. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it wasn't going to be like, oh, it turns out these are just really nice Christian people. There was no way that was going to happen. <laughs> um, it's not impossible, but yes. But, but in, the, in the show and in the context, it's like, yeah. okay, this, something's going to go down. Because just because of the way they were even portrayed with the previous episode when they, when they uh, or two episodes ago, I guess, when they when they found Joel and Ellie at the college campus, they were far from friendly. Yeah. Well, we didn't know at the time that that was this group. Right. But yeah. looking back on it now. Right. Like, but wow. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was a very interesting. Um, no, it worked that, that worked on a lot of different levels. Um, <laughs> it worked incredibly well on the level of, like Ellie's whole, you know, just continuing to develop the very realistic, like it's, it's believable that Ellie is that age and still very capable. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a fighter. She's a survivor. She's violent. She's, she has no, she doesn't have for the most part, the, the typical like reservations or, apprehensions that somebody her age would have Mm -hmm. as it relates to everything. But I think we got an understanding from the previous episode that, you know, she's not, I think it's just a really interesting way of continuing to show us the story of a kid who's grown up in this post-apocalyptic world who just doesn't have the same typical markers that we would look for, for a child in that role in a show. Um, at that age. So it just really was very, very well done in that regard. But I thought that more than anything, like what a, what a fascinating way to show like a cult, like basically like, like they use the context of this, you know, zombie apocalypse to, to tell a story about a cult leader basically. Mm -hmm. Um, and I thought that was 
that whoever that guy was, his performance was really, really good. Yeah. Um, he looked just, I don't know, wholesome enough to be believable. Yeah, enough like Ned Flanders. But right, then just <laughs> creepy enough to be like, there's got to be something going on here. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see the whole seduce Ellie thing coming, and I didn't know that they were eating people. Um, <laughs> That's good. But I like that it there was like clues in retrospect. The, the, but I like that it was like you know it was still like, but like it was it was. I think what the show does really well is just shows like it makes every all the ways that humans function in these different episodes and these different groups are all very believable. Yeah. And show the complexity of like what would people do in this situation? You know, well of course one thing they would do is turn to religion. Mm -hmm. you know, and put their hope and faith in something that just clearly on its face is can't be terribly applicable <laughs> well, given the world is already over. But interestingly enough, like his, but his whole, his was all a facade. Right. Like he didn't, he had told her he doesn't believe any of that. He's just a shepherd and he's surrounded by sheep and he's sick of it. And he really, what he believes in is the cordyceps. That's what he was saying. Well, he, he like he admires it and he's like, he's, it loves it. It grows. He's it. the perfect example of like a cult leader. Like he's yeah. He doesn't buy his own right. He's, uh, he doesn't buy what he's he knows exactly <laughs> what he's doing. Yeah, charlatan. And he's very convincing. Yeah. And it's one of I always I've always joked like you know if I ever if I ever if I could do life over again I'd either start a bank or a religion. <laughs> like <laughs> you know it's like it's like or but, Creed, like Creed says in the office I've been I've been uh. Involved in many cults, both as a leader and a follower. You have more fun as a follower, but you make more money as a leader. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just very well done. Like the whole like concept of uh, this, like you know, end of the world apocalypse, apocalyptic cult, and the complexity of that. It was all of it was very good. I thought it was all very believable. Um, I thought it was it was an interesting way of showing that. Um, and yeah, all of it very good. I thought the the um, the only thing that was maybe a little bit off-putting was just how quickly Joel went from being barely conscious <laughs> to fighting off full-grown men, and that was a little bit wonky, I, I guess, just because it was like. We saw him the, the last time we see him. He's literally laying there, barely even able to lift an eyelid. And then the next time we really see him, for the most part, he's jumping a full-grown man and wrestling him to the ground and killing him. Yeah, which is a little bit. Well, I mean, he stabbed the guy in the neck and then just had to like yeah secure the knife to keep the knife. But secured, there was quite a struggle so there. Out. Yeah. And considering the fact that the last time we saw him, he could barely even keep his eyes <laughs> yeah. open. It was just a little, but, but I mean, it's, I can forgive that because I mean, she did technically give him antibiotics and yeah. maybe they kicked in super fast. Well, in the game, like, yeah, in the game she does give, she gets him the medicine, but then you're spending your time as her and you're like getting, you're trying to lead them away and then they shoot, shoot the horse and then that knocks her out and then you wake up in the cage and you see, they actually have like a body on the table that they're mm. chopping up when she wakes up Yeah, and that's when she really realizes it. And um, then he's kind of like, you're next. Like, he's like, 
this could be you next or you can join me kind of thing like you know and then like you can have dinner or be dinner right and she like she does the same thing where she's on the table and she convinces them yeah like, that oh, I'm infected just as a diversion and then she like chops the guy and gets that away. sequence that was all exactly from the time that he starts to really become the creepy grooming mm-hmm. you know pedophile type from the point that that happens until the end of the episode was really well done yeah like when she yells that she's infected and they see it and they're like oh yeah and then he's like wait a minute that can't be right she would have been right sick yeah he does now. in the game if he, he's like no like he figures it out that she's just bsing but right it's too late because she yeah uses the cleaver to get away but then but the point is like so you're all through ellie this so like joel joel comes in like when she's in the middle of chopping david up is when joel comes in in the game okay and like snaps her out of it and then gets her out of the burning building so that happens like like she doesn't get herself out of the building she's like in a rage of blood rage you know with and him. she doesn't re- come to her senses and realize she right. has to get out of a burning building right so that's when he comes in so he's not really he's he's saving her from the burning building but not like saving her from david she takes care of david he's like a mini boss you gotta fight and everything um and it's the exact same restaurant like layout and everything it's like perfect it's burning and everything it's like they did all that perfectly um but like the same it hits the same way like emotionally or whatever of joel witnesses her being super violent which he didn't quite in this but he can tell the aftermath of something happened right right but he sees like that violence in her but but she's also super she's had like this catharsis by killing david like that yeah and he sees that in her and he understands because you also see well you do see joel so like yeah she gives the medicine and then it quickly cuts to joel doing the same like interrogation with the two guys the same way like stab a guy in the knee <laughs> like oh that on was the map so where he is. and then the other guy's like what i told you and he's like i believe him and then he smashes him in the head with a pole yeah like, that was you're like man that that's, was, the, that's the joel that we like i'll tell that you Tommy's talking about the the you know? yeah and the, you know what the two <laughs> the two the, between that scene and the scene at the end where ellie just like hamburgers the guy yeah like they, I, I, I think we're supposed to, and I definitely was like, uh, that made me uneasy. Yeah, it should. Yes. Yeah, like I was like, uh, uh wow, these people are a little bit, yeah, off their They're rocker. Bit, yes, yes. Like, Joel could have left that guy there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't. I mean, I guess. But you can tell that that's a routine he's done before. Well, he even did it with that other couple on the last episode, remember? Where he's like, not like that fully, but he was like point two on the map, like it better match what your wife said, right? And then he's like, did you tell them the truth? Right? Like oh, a whole routine right, of like right. playing them off each other. Like that's a whole thing he's honed in his years on the road, right? And that's where like it's getting at that like I've been on both sides of the ambush. Like he's got this morally gray. <laughs> yeah, I like, think I think that's know? probably what the show does. I think this this episode may have pushed it right up to the edge of what <laughs> is reasonable. Yeah. Like there was a point for me where she was stabbing him at the end where I was kind of like, is she going to stop? Like, and she just kept going and yeah. going and going. And I get the point was like, right. It's like she was in this, like <clears throat> she's in fight or flight. Um, she's charged with emotion and, this guy's trying to rape her and kill her mm-hmm. and she's, you know, she's yeah. Unloading. And that was powerful. And Joel's scenes with those guys was like really disturbing. Like Jesus, yeah. like, yeah. like 
and I mean, but I you're get start, it. You see, like you get it, but he's you don't. Triggered as his his paternal instinct is on now, because he knows she's in danger. He right. knows they're dangerous. He right. is going to do whatever it takes. To and save he's already her. lost his daughter, and he's yes. already been triggered. So he's unhinged. He was when he was in Jackson, and he, this is all. Yeah, you could say a dress rehearsal. <laughs> it was. It was like it's setting it all up. It was very. Um, yeah, like it. I think it 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 took a little bit of a, of a risk by, you know, it's really hard to do something in a show or a TV or movie or whatever where like the people who are the heroes are that violent. Yeah, uh, and almost not heroes. Right. Like Ellie, you can you can. It's a little bit more forgivable because, I mean, she's trying to escape in a terrible situation. Um, but Joel is just a violent man. Like mm-hmm. this, this world has turned him into a different kind of person. Yeah. Um, I mean, from the perspective of anyone else in David's group, who he says they only a few people knew about the, what they were the, doing. Yeah, the cannibalism. Yeah. Um, and I guess in the game it was a little more like they relished in it a little more, and this one was a little more like he was even ashamed. Like this is what it's come to. Right. In the game, it was a little more like, yeah, we're all about this. <laughs> I mean, but he, like, it's so a way, like, the Joel was, and Ellie are total villains to the rest of these people. Right. right. Like, I he murdered the guy, murdered my dad at the college, and then yeah. he murders all the other guys trying to find him, and then murders and burns down their church and murders the pastor. Like, the, these, like, villainous people. I think, people but that's perfect. Town, it's you know? perfect. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's really, honestly, like, for the, for the most part, what this show, this show is a very pessimistic view <laughs> of <laughs> of how people would function yeah in this scenario mm-hmm. um cuz you want to trust david at the beginning when he's like yeah that that like was he's way on edge and he's like well like you can't even drag this like let's we can help you we can help each other we can trade like that's how you should reasonably do things but right you'd also be like i can't trust anything and it's there like, has it doesn't have to be, to be a there. zero sum right. you know like and it, but I think that's what was so effective about, like I get I think that one of the things about David was that as you're watching that and as you're, you know, because there's a there's a there's a there's a say like I remember I was reading this but they were talking there's a lot of like like certain circumstances like really adverse circumstances just bring out who you really are. Yeah. Like whoever you really are when like everything's more or less normal Uh and you don't have to like, they say like if you give somebody a lot of money or take away their money, they become more or less like they are. Right. So if they're generous, they're generous with a lot of zeros. If they have a lot of money or they're like, you know, a jerk, then they're a jerk that can make a lot of damage with the money. That's (laughs) what I think was so interesting was that you, you, you could see where like, on the one hand, like if this whole cordyceps thing didn't happen, David would probably just be just some dude. Yeah, like he. he I mean, he said he had a violent heart, but like, but that never, but that like never had a place over. to come yeah, out. Exactly, I, that's like latent in a lot of people. But like, it takes situations like this for that to come out a little right. bit. Right, and yeah. he, and he, which maybe Joel is the same way, right? If he has a and Ellie, all of them are violent heart people. But the difference with David <laughs> is that he. 
Well, at least by the end of the episode, like it's obvious that he's also an incredibly selfish person. Like right. he's he's very right. Like he's not he's not. Thankfully, they didn't show him like you know like. I, I would have probably cringed a little bit if they would have shown him like oh like somewhere he had a basement full of like you know brides or whatever or no full of like you know food and oh like oh. The, if he was like you know Hoarding skimming the off the kind of like that yeah. that villain in the Bad <laughs> yeah. Batch thing yeah you know so I mean I think have a barn full of bodies he's <laughs> he's eating people too yeah like he's in he's he's right. in the circumstances with those people yeah and the circumstances have forced him to lead. To some degree, it sounds like, but it's a very interesting, uh, you know, the way they just peeled back the layers of his character as the episode went on. And he goes from being this person that you're like, mm, maybe he's good to he's a cannibalistic pedophile. <laughs> like, that's yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty good. Basically, was proposing like, I'll make you I'll make you like my child bride. Yeah, and together we'll be like we'll be fruitful, and multiply. Yikes. And he's so blinded by his like because it you know he's mm-hmm. you don't know he's on such I a am. power trip. Yeah, and he's got these people so wrapped around his finger, mm-hmm. you know, which is just a fascinating thing in and of itself, right? Like, that's why cults are so interesting. But perfect, that's such fertile ground, right? All these people who are like, you know, living at the end of the world. Um, you know, if people believe this shit when everything's fine you know if you can if you can if you can pull that off with people you know where you have a person who's basically like i know i'm a leader and i know these are sheep and i'm leading the sheep and they're stupid and i'm smart and here we go yeah and like if that can be done when everybody's in prosperity you can imagine uh-huh. you know what can be done when people are actually looking down the barrel of the end of the world like right um, they're either clinging to it that they've had before or they come to it like yeah, that was his he said he came to it after afterwards but, but i think was, he was that was bullshit he was yeah, lying. that was right what he he didn't find god he found power he found like religion right. the power of religion and uh and uh, who knows that what at some i mean or or he really did and then just along the and way then just became corrupt right so like maybe because he said he was in pittsburgh and then that fell in 2017 and they made their way west and yeah. gathered people and so on. So, like, at some point along that journey, he may have slipped into this and found himself there. Or, yeah, he may have just always been BSing. And maybe he was a follower or just, like, tagging along for survival. And then eventually got nominated as the leader and, like, had to keep up the facade that he was always just, like, a hanger-on maybe. I can imagine, you know, like, like what is it? Like, like, the, um, like in third world countries when they're like, oh, you have to convert to, like, receive the aid or <laughs> right, they're like, right. Oh yes, I believe of course. And there's like, I want but I think, aid. but I think with <laughs> him, it's very similar to maybe, I think it's more likely to be a scenario where he's like, yeah, I never really believed this stuff. Right. I just found myself in a position where I could, you know, mm-hmm. I s- stumbled into being a leader. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately the truth is, is that that's how most of the time it is. It's like, you know, clearly he didn't believe what he was saying because he was, right. You know, yeah, um, he believed in something. He believed in like he believed in cordyceps. the cordyceps, and he believed as, in like a good thing. He or, somehow or he admired it. And, and yeah, whatever. like in a weird. It, way. it reminded me of the speech of Ash in Alien, the, the android, when he's like admiring the admiring the yeah yeah. It's yeah. like that. It reminded me of that a lot. <laughs> and I think I I mean overall the episode definitely like that this this was the this is the way to do like 
though I don't know that you could say this was a side mission or filler, but it was a detour into yet another. You know, it feels like the episodes are very much like they go and then they, they, they encounter like there's the people in Kansas City, there's the people in Jackson, there's the the people in this commune. Yeah. Um, this one felt the most integrated. I didn't feel like we left the main story. Yeah. I feel like we stayed in the main story, but had a really powerful, you know, ex, ex, it was just really, yeah. The way that you balanced out, like, you know, telling a story with like a bunch of characters that you never even knew in the previous episode. Yeah. And you have one, ep you have one episode less than an hour. That's almost entirely with these people, but it was better. It was, there was a better integration of Joel and Ellie's story. Yeah. And their progression and where they're trying to go and what they're trying to do, so on. And so the, all that um, was, was much better. Because like in the game I mentioned with two episodes ago with the Jackson story, that was, Jackson was much more built up like it is in the second game. And in the game, um, Tommy and his wife and that community is like at, at a dam and it's still like in the fall time. Yeah. So like it jumps from, uh, from Pittsburgh or Kansas City in the show to mm -hmm. the fall. And this jumps almost to the winter, basically. Um, but like, so the fall chapter begins with that. Like you meet up with Tommy and have kind of those similar conversations where they confront the past and this and that. And, and Ellie and Joel have that like confrontation in the bedroom um, and the decision. And then fall ends with Joel collapsing after the college. Um, and then next is winter where he's in rough shape just like the beginning of the last episode. Mm -hmm. And then there's the flashback along with the parallel story of the malls, basically the two mall stories where that's a true detour. Like that's why it's DLC is like Ellie's right. Ellie's like detour to get medicine for Joel or like a, get a, I should say a med kit for him just to sew him up was a whole mission in the game <laughs> that was just her getting upstairs and finding a sewing kit in the house in the show. Right. But then, the winter chapter culminates with this David story because they're on their trail in the game. And it does, like, that's the first time you play as Ellie or the, when you, yeah, the first time you play as Ellie, the second game is mostly Ellie, but you play as her for the first time and it's wild. And it does, it, it all unfolds just the same way where she gets like, she meets them when she's out hunting. Right. And then they're talking and then she's realizing that, she, she's putting two and two together while David's leading because like David figures it out before she does that like their guy at the college like there was a bunch of there was a kerfluffle at the college and that was his people <laughs> and she's like oh crap that's like she he knows that <laughs> we were at the college and so but then she like she runs back to Joel because she manages to get the medicine um, which leads them there but that's like a risk she had to take mm -hmm. um then she leads them away. Horse gets shot. She gets captured. Like it all unfolds the same way, which was really cool. Um, but they just they played around a little bit with the timeline before up to this point. But like this one played out exactly like the game, which is cool. And so far, the whole show is progressing exactly as I expected it would or anticipated it would. Hmm. Um, with obviously they'll culminate, culminate the first game next week. Um, which I wasn't, you know, I wasn't sure if they were gonna. Take the whole season to tell the whole story or make it stretched out, but they're obviously telling season one is game one. Um, 
which I maybe next week will be even longer than I expect. I would expect next week to be like at least an hour, if not an hour 15. Um, I mean, the game has like a whole like under like a caved in uh, highway underpass passage part where you have to like get through all that. I don't know if they're they probably will skip that just to make more time for the rest. I will say that, but I will say that based on everything we've seen up to this point and then having one episode left, like the one thing about this show that is, that is one of the things that sticks out to me is just how little (laughs) of the infected is the infected are really, I mean, other than that one, there was one last week, but that was a flashback. That one, yeah, that was, and that was just one random, yeah, mall rat, literally infected, <laughs> yeah. Like and then you had that, you had that, you know, sequence in Kansas City where they all came up out of right. the driveway of that one house, basically. That's where they all were. <laughs> but that is With the whole zombie budget in that one shot. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's like, I don't know. I just, I don't know if it's just because I have never watched the game, so I don't know what yeah. the game is like. But I'm certain that there's more infected in the game than there is. Not in, the in this show. part. Like this episode had no. It but was I mean, overall, David and his crew's threat. Yeah, like, I mean, yes. Not as much in the winter chapter though. Um, perhaps because of the weather, but also yeah, the winter is focused. I I would I mean, say I that think even in the college, it was humans that were mostly the threat. There was a little bit of infected in the college, but like, the balance shifts to humans by the end. The second half of the game is much more human threats than infected, with a few. The infected become like obstacles as you're traversing from A to B, from human plot point to human plot point. You have to like work your way through infected areas, but they're not like they're no longer like the big threat, like they were in the beginning. But I mean, I think I think it's this is an episode. This is an example of an episode to me that where that was okay. I I wasn't distracted by the absence yeah. of the infected, but I do think that um, that I I do feel like. There's there's times when I'm watching the show where it's almost like, like remember the road? Mm-hmm. Did you see that movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in that movie, you never really know what happened. It's just the yeah, end of the world. Something happened. Something happened, and now here we are at the end of the world. Yeah. And this show is very similar to that movie, but in this show, like, it's explicitly stated that the cause of all of the end of the world is this cordyceps zombie yeah. thing. And there are there are certain there's a degree to which it almost is I almost feel like it's really irrelevant whether there's infected or not. It's just the end of the world. Here's people functioning at the end right. of the world, like and it doesn't really matter if it's infected right, or, yeah. or whatever. It could be any event or any. Yeah, especially if you take the spores away, like airborne spores as a threat, which they did in the show. So you have to either be bitten, or that's it. That's it. I mean, and, and or eating and I guess eating infected food, which could be eating infected humans, <laughs> if you're eating humans, <laughs> or and which I guess it doesn't cross to other uh, animals too. Like, I would think that you would think that it would jump to other animals too. Like, it'd be cool if like the monkeys were infected, for example, but or deer. You know, I like, just feel like you. I feel like they could have. I mean, I'm not saying that I want like you know mm-hmm. just. An endless miles of, of zombie <laughs> blah 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 yeah but i do think that they could have integrated it more yeah like having some of these houses have infected trapped in there or something i don't know something something that continues to 
because and then even from what I've seen from what I've seen in the little preview there, it doesn't look like there's many infected in the finale. Which don't say anything because right. you know what's going to happen. But I don't know what's going to happen. But it, from what I can see from the preview, it's like I saw one crawling on the floor. That was about it. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But I think that's a flashback because <laughs> they showed they showed the lady who plays Ellie in the game, who I think is going to be. I think it's a flashback to Ellie being born, and I think that's her mother. Because in the preview for the show, they show a woman looking at a newborn baby, and that I think, and that woman is the the voice and motion motion capture actor for Ellie. And she, she that's her part infected. in the show. I don't know, but I think that's a flashback to Ellie. Okay. Ellie was born in like a crisis moment for the mother and might have died right after giving birth. Or like I, I think we're I think that's what that is. I don't I don't even think that zombie scene. Or that infected scene is even from the present storyline. Okay, think, well, um, based on what I can tell, I guess then I've, I've I mean, at this <laughs> point, I have to just accept that this is a zombie show without zombies. They're really, the, yeah, it's really just the background context with right. occasional for threats. the story of the people. Yeah. But and yeah. this episode, in this episode, that worked for me. Right. And some of the other ones didn't work as well. Like last week, even it was just it was like. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I needed. I needed an entire episode yeah. of them hanging out at the mall. Well, that's why it's DLC. <laughs> it yeah. was literally a tag. It tagged it on to the story later the, on. And I think but, that that's my my only complaint. Like, and I've said yeah. this, like the Frank and Bill episode, the Jackson episode, although that one had a little bit more storytelling. Yeah. Um, the flashback. They're just. I don't know. It's just a little bit uneven in the storytelling, in my opinion. And it, it makes it a little hard for me to stay engaged with the story. When you add to that, like that there isn't really any significant, consistent threat from the infected themselves mm-hmm. or even just the things coming out of the ground, something like they set it all up in the first two episodes. Like they laid the groundwork yeah, where, of yeah, like, watch what the threats and are yeah. and, and so on. And, the, and they, showed them very ominously and then they just disappeared and it's just become like a wilderness survival story mostly right um well they are heading back to a more popular or a more formally populated area yeah so that's i mean it's true that enough that and it corresponds to the game like there's way less infected out in wyoming and stuff when you're out there which is why people are out there right they've retreated to the wilderness because there's no infected um but yeah, now you got to go to Salt Lake City. But these people didn't even seem remotely worried about it. Yeah, like the town, the resort town didn't have any kind of walls or fortifications that we could see. No, they. I did in the game. Like it was a little more of a fortified town. They like, didn't they even like, talk about the. They stacked up cars and stuff. Yeah, but it's it so is like a blizzard, just like it was in the game or in the show here. Like there was like a blizzard happening, and you're trying to like escape David's men. And Joel's trying to get to Ellie, and it's all in a blizzard, and it's crazy. It keeps like it keeps cutting between Joel and Ellie, in a cat and mouse thing, and yeah, you're like I mean, wondering ult- like. Ultimately, this 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 episode, on its own, was very very good. Yeah. Um. In the context, it's just interesting some of the choices that are made and what we're actually seeing, but interestingly enough, to me, at the end of the day, it's still very much like, like. The performances and the writing are really pretty good. Yeah. Um, and even the episodes that I didn't particularly care for just because of how much of a detour they were, they were 
good episodes. Yeah. Um, on their own. It was, it yeah. Was like, a TV I mean, show. Like, yeah. The performances were still good. Yep. The writing was still pretty good. Production value. Or there was enough of a reminder of the threats around them to keep it, you yeah. know, in the embedded in the context. And the mall looked really cool. Like, yeah. And like, oh, that's it. Like that's, the set design is just like given. this episode was just to get, I mean, like, yeah. I don't know what, what it is. Like, I mean, there's uh, what do you want to call it overall, but like from the wardrobe to the way that people look. Yeah. Everyone, I was like the guy, they're all gaunt and like, they all look like they have these like overgrown beards, overgrown hair and they're yeah, all gaunt like and skinny. It's all very real. Like they look like they're starving. And like that neighborhood, like where did they? Yeah, that was really cool. Find that neighborhood. Is that just they built that whole thing? I mean, it's either they dressed they up. found like a. They dressed up an existing neighborhood or they just built enough of a facade of a neighborhood, right? It's like these empty houses that they just threw up some walls and a, sort of a roof and it, like it all looks real yeah. enough. Um, Any way you slice it, it yeah. looks real. It was a different like you style. You feel like you're really For a second, in I thought the it was like, this is this like just the daylight of the one from episode five in Kansas City, where it was like that cul-de-sac? And it it may have been. Like, they just, like, changed the angle and then made it daylight, and now it's the same. Like, it's the, sta- the same neighborhood set that is from one angle at night for the one episode and then the other angle from the daytime. And you couldn't tell because this in one. this episode, it's covered it's in like, snow. Yeah, and like, yeah, with snow. But, like, it's also the, these are all little ranches, and those were more, like, yeah, just different style of homes. But I, I mean, I think I think either way, um, the the the, the one of the that is one of the strengths of the show is yeah. just like it is immersive in a very effective way. Yeah, like you really feel like this is where you are and this is what's happening and like this is what it would look like and this is what the people would look like and this is what the you know with the exception of Jackson, which just seemed too perfect, far too perfect yeah. for, for me. Um, in there, the wardrobes even were like too clean and neat. Everything new. was clean. The people were clean. Yeah. Everybody was healthy, so on. This 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 cult group was more realistic. Yeah, like, you know, they had a pretty good situation. Yeah, shelter. Yeah, you know, apparently electricity or something. Didn't they have electricity? Uh, because they were cooking. Yeah, could it could gas have been like or electric or something. Well, no, because she oh, grabbed she the, the log out of it. So, like, they Yeah, but that they was in the kitchen, the, though. That was in the restaurant part. That's where they cook, though. Like, that's their, like, main base or their, like, hub. I could have sworn there was a burner or something. Either way, it was I think still, they retrofitted it was rougher. A, a gas system where they just use, like, they put wood underneath to use the actual grill, like, surface. But, yeah. it was. This was what I would have expected yes. something like Jackson to look like. like. Yeah, and struggling. and Yeah, but instead it was, like, that was just a little too perfect, <laughs> too 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 preserved. Um, I I think that and this is Colorado, I guess technically because it's it's. I mean, she had to take. He got he got wounded in Colorado at, in Eastern Colorado University, which is right. a real place, I don't think. But um, yeah, then she had to like drag him with a horse to like the nearest area. So like, yeah, it's not. It's still in Colorado, near that university. Yeah. It can't be too far away from it. Like it wouldn't be days and days away. I, I think I think that what what I definitely felt by the end of the episode was that we've crossed over a threshold of the characters as individuals and as a as a pair. Yeah. Like like Ellie is 
probably not going to be the same. Although we only have one more episode to really see that, which is kind of frustrating. She's probably not going to be the same. <sighs> yep. Um, Joel is probably not going to be the same. He almost died. And well, he's and probably like, going to be very aware of how Ellie is traumatized. And he's like fully attached to Ellie as a daughter now. Yeah. Because he called her baby girl. Yeah. Like he was. That he, was powerful, that sequence yeah. when she came out and uh-huh. they saw each other again. And then they walked away. And I'm glad that they ended the episode just right there. Right. Um, but it is interesting to me that we're coming up on the finale. Mm-hmm. And we just ended an episode that. Other than the way it impacts the characters is probably not connected to anything that's going to happen. In the next I episode. think the first half of the episode is going to have. They're going to because like in the game, yeah, it jumps from here. It does another time jump to spring and they're in Salt Lake City having like walked, I think, most of the way there. <laughs> so like. Um, I think that's where they actually have the conversation about the airplane. She's like, what's it like to fly in a plane? Right. But they already had that conversation in the show. Mm-hmm. But like their relationship is even more father daughter and mm-hmm. but they don't like they don't ever process what just happened on screen in the game but they might in the show like keep talking about it or something could they just they do these like snapshots and then jump and it's almost like if you like took a journal and like wrote what happened and then like didn't enter anything in your journal for a few months and then picked it back up but you didn't like you mm-hmm. know it's like if you're just leaping through the journal you're seeing you're like missing gaps of like processing <laughs> And that's what the game structure is, and they're following that pretty, sh- pretty close here, where they're like they didn't really process Sam and Henry, like, on screen, right? But they had to in real life. Like after three months of travel, certainly that's what they talked about for at least the first couple of nights afterwards. But I think they might do something similar where they don't really kind of talk about. But I feel like this episode, this is this one. Well, I mean, the previous, the, the Sam and Henry one's pretty intense, too. But I think this one was much more visceral for Ellie. Yes. Um, I think that was her. Wasn't this her first kill? I mean, she said she's killed before. Well, I don't know. We don't know what she did with she Riley. She shot that one kid. She's she's She probably intended to shoot that, to kill that one kid, but only ended up yeah. injuring him. Um, so I don't know. But, like, this was her first verify hand to hand kill as it were that was that was like it was like all oh, that was a was very disturbing 14 years of pent up rage or whatever yeah that was a very disturbing sequence yes that like i said almost maybe went too far right like, i think that's what they did they it was on purpose that almost way almost went too far right um but they've been but it's it works because they've been hinting at that in her this whole time yeah her like morbid curiosity she like lashed out at the bully right like <laughs> yeah i mean she, she's you know like but she's but she's not but you don't but you're sympathetic to her at the right same time, this one you're kind of like ooh. yeah this, i don't know well, well you're 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 still sympathetic to her here yeah. but you're just maybe you're just like oh gosh like, well and that's i don't know if it's i don't know if it's yeah. that i that i i what i mean by them going too far is that i feel like it's like it's like um do we really need to see that? <laughs> but it's believable. Yeah. And realistic. But all it's of this like, is oof. like really good. Like the second game dives deep into that with her. Okay. Right. So it's like, that's what I mean. It's like a parade of misery. <laughs> the second game, like that is her, that game is just her basically almost losing herself in 
violence, as it were, for very understandable reasons. But also, like, geez, Ellie, like, <laughs> you know, like, let go, like, let it go. It's okay. So, so like, far, her so journey, far, it's they're setting the, the context stage for makes two, it basically with her makes it believable with that. Yes, but it's it's just unsettling. Yes, that's meant. To, that's the right thing to feel. Right. Which is good. That's how you know it worked. Cause, right. Yes. Yeah. You're not supposed to be like, woohoo, girl, you get it. Like, girl boss, you're supposed to be like, yikes. It's <laughs> supposed to be like, oh, that's yeah. kind of gross. Yeah. Like, that's like, a, I don't like seeing a kid <laughs> butchering a guy, be, even but, though he definitely deserved it. Yeah. It's not, it's <laughs> nothing to do with like, yeah. I've, there's no point like where I'm Joel, watching it's like, where I'm geez, like, hey, Ellie, you're doing the wrong thing. Right. It's just, it's, very, it makes me uncomfortable. Right. And like Joel could have very well just like kept those guys tied up and they could have just found their own way out eventually maybe. But like he definitely tortured well, and killed them. And I think that's like, that's the point of the show like, is maybe to to show like, <clears throat> you know, how... It, it, that's good. It's good. I like it when there's no real... When, the, when like the bad guys are obviously the bad guys, but the good guys aren't all that good either. Yes. That's that's a good if you can pull that off it's it's yeah. good and they I feel like that's what they've done here. You can have sympathetic that. heroes or sympathetic protagonists without um endorsing them as it were. Like you can understand where they're coming from without You can understand where any. they're coming from and you don't judge them. Right. But you're very aware that that's an unfortunate yes. way for people to end up. And yeah. Like like when Joel stabs that guy in the knee, that is brutally violent. And and then he just Does crack like that, cracks that guy's head open. Yeah. I mean, that's like, but then there's another part of you that watches that and says, well, you know, it's, it's literally, they're literally in survival mode, in fight or flight mode. Right. And Ellie's in mortal and danger. And Joel is obviously like freaking out. They're hunting her. And he knows what that means. Having probably been on the other side of a manhunt. Right. And like, she's a girl she's young like there's so many things that can go wrong right and he's desperate to find her and he needs to find her because he can't lose someone again right his job is to be the protector but at the same time you're aware <laughs> right. like he maybe could have gotten everything he needed right. without maiming and murdering people but the easy way the fast efficient way is to kill them. is to kill with violence right. and yes. eliminate them as a threat completely right and even if you left them there without killing them, if they're tied up and you left them there, right. they'd probably just Just die. like Ellie's first cleave hit would have been enough. She could have walked out at that point and he would have been mortally wounded in a burning building. But she just proceeds to butcher him. Yeah, that was... Like, she, she had the upper hand. She was on top of him having... He was on top of her, ready to, like, violate her. And he's like, I like the part where you squirm, or like, I like the struggle is the best yeah, that, part. And it's like, I have Ugh. to say, like, that like is, part, he, is he really going to do that, that there in a burning building? Over the top. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised you haven't figured out this is the part I would like the most. I was yeah. like, okay, maybe that's a little much. That's cliche, like, a little bit. Yeah, that's a little. little. And he didn't see the cleaver that I just, she was reaching yeah, for. Yeah, that was also like, it was almost like. Chekhov's cleaver. Too right? campy, too, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like you know, like, but but it was, I liked how they Joljin barge in at that moment, like you'd expect. Yeah, like, this I, is that's the moment where thinking. the hero busts in, and it's like, oh, that. she did it herself. Right. Yeah. Even in the game, like she does it, and then but Joel like interrupts, like interrupts her chopping. Like she would just keep going until he stopped her, <laughs> but she stopped herself. At, yeah, I guess, after and that a while. worked. That worked. Yeah. I, I and uh, yeah, 
it worked for me, but I don't, not because it was like, oh, cool. Uh, I like that because um, it shows the girl not being rescued by the guy. Mm -hmm. It's more just like, that's the way that that would unfold. Like, yeah. like Ellie needed to be the one to do that in yes. this story. Yeah. Um, because of who she is, what her character is like what that man was doing to her like that was that worked but best. it was important like i said it's important that she was stumbling out of there blinded in a blind violent rage or just like completely unmoored yeah blinded by rage and anger and violence yeah and that joel is the only one that brought her back to reality yeah that was very very important for her mm -hmm. story going forward that was very good so like the way that that was portrayed major, there was that's what i said before we started fantastic. this like this is a major ellie episode yeah. like for her character it anchors a lot of stuff going forward it shapes where we're going next week it brings pulls the last two episodes a lot of stuff. really like just like even though i think that they spent too much time doing the whole mall flashback yeah but still like the scene you know when you find out that they both got bit and then I mean, yeah that's, and she that's raged rough. out that's yeah. intense like you start to realize like you start to understand because Ellie's always had an edge to her from the right. moment that you well, meet her. Her response to getting bit was like she was raging and breaking everything. And Riley was like calm and just sitting there and like almost resigned to it. Like her impulse is just like rage and violence. Well, and even like at things. the beginning of the show when she's being held captive basically by the fireflies. Yeah. Like she's just belligerent. And, yeah. And yeah. you now you understand why. Like she's she's been through a lot. Uh -huh. Right. Like and I think that that's the that's that's a tough story to tell to tell the story of like a basically a middle school age girl who's mm -hmm. you know the roughest around the edges you can get yeah like because I mean, <laughs> of her circumstances that was, that was an rough. orphan in a world like this i'm glad they didn't the the this part felt a little bit exploitive exploitive like i like that most of the time like ellie is this is the first time they put her in peril to the point where I was almost like, eh, this might be a little much. Okay. Oh, we're going to eat you. Oh, <laughs> we're going to rape you. It's, yeah. it's like, okay, all right, let's maybe dial that back just a little bit. I mean, she was, but she and Joel did kill, they know of one guy, but ultimately three guys plus David, or three more plus David were killed. Like she killed one, she killed David. Joel killed the other two, mm -hmm. or she. Joel killed the three that stayed behind, because James and David went back with Ellie out of the five that went on the hunting party. So like, you know, she was more dangerous than the average person <laughs> to David's group. And and like David said, I think he was truthful. Like he he saw if he's like the alpha, right? He saw that in her. And like right. he had like she's more dangerous as another kind of alpha type than a follower. Like she wasn't she would have been harder to break into submission than they, any other kid her age. That but she, he misread her completely. Well, I mean, well, he did. He, he underestimated did, her. He underestimated her, her violence. He read her correctly. Yes. But he just didn't realize that she's so far out that yes. she's not going to follow him either. Right. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Did he think that would work? Really, I probably probably did. He wouldn't have I tried. So. He, he's like, but he also I thought he, he had enough control to be like, if she says no, I work. But it was also a way of showing his delusion of his 
Like, yeah. He was so blinded by his power. Because he's like, if she says no, I'll chop her into little pieces and that'll show her. And he thought he had power to do that too. And he almost did, except she threw him off with the, the I'm infected thing. Infected. That was a good thing. Which was like, brilliant. That saved her life. Yeah, like that's brilliant. Because like, that just gave everyone just like a second of pause for a second. Because like he was about to cleave her, off, <laughs> her hand off, right? Yeah, before you serve me up for dinner. Yeah. I have infected. And, and she bit him. And he's like, did you see that? Like she bit yeah, him yeah, and she's like, look, yeah. you're infected too. I thought she, for a second when he pulled up her arm that she had like taken her blood off her nose and like put it on the wound. So it looked more fresh. Well, that would have been even better as like, it other, looks like a fresh wound. Question, the, the, that raises the question in which I know that Ellie is immune, but does that mean that if she bites someone, they aren't infected? That's a good question. I guess we won't know with it in his case. No, we certainly won't. That would be interesting. He was literally chopped up in the hamburger. Yeah. But, I don't know that we have we ever gotten clarification about that. In no, because I mean not, Sam turned not, and she shared her blood with him, but he was already bit. So yeah, don't know. But like that's a good question. He maybe maybe he could have been infected. Doubly infected. He was already infected. She didn't get reinfected from sharing blood with him. She didn't cure his infection. Yeah. But we can't know if it made him even more infected. <laughs> um, and then yeah, David is the only other case where her fluids got on him and is it only blood right or is it any bodily fluid like someday if she has sex with somebody is that going to make them infected right you know that'd be a deal breaker (laughs) well if you didn't know that would suck right if you're like your your lover like ties because it matter in this scenario but yeah it does raise the question yeah it's interesting to think about yeah i would say overall that was that was definitely one of the stronger episodes yeah and yeah, praise the Lord. <laughs> praise be. <laughs> that was that was some really, like I just I just thought that was a really interesting way to tell a story about a, a cult, that, that was and it right. was done really well, like the context that context that's like a softball pitch for telling a cult story, you know. Right. Like, and it was done really well, and I thought the guy who played David was. Yeah, he was perfect. Great, like. He, he is has like that, yeah, enough that, Ned like, Flanders, but enough. Yeah, like hard edge to him where you're like, Ugh. like he's like, like more in Jeffs very or whatever. Slowly just yeah. became more and more creepy yeah. and untrusting. The shark eyes came out at the end. Yeah, yeah, and then by the end he's like he's a full full blown yes monster. Yikes! Yeah, that was that was really well done, and which which they had to do, even though they may have overdone it a little bit at the end. Yeah, but they had to do that to make Ellie's rage. Yeah, you're work. right. Like something had had to trip her, otherwise her response was even be less really proportionate than him just being yeah. like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Like, I, mean, I just want to eat you. <laughs> but, it, but I mean, but it might be going a little too far to say like to do like the whole we're gonna chop you up into little pieces for dinner, and and yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna rape you. Um, that's a lot of dark stuff. <laughs> um, and. Yeah. Well, he heavily implied that like he's done that before, right? He's like, oh, this is the best part when they squirm or whatever. Like, this is. Yeah, and that, <laughs> you know, that's like part, like that, he's got a history and he's got skeletons in the closets. Like, they yikes. never really implied that until that very moment, right? That he's like a serial rapist or pedophile. That was never really established that part, yes. at all. 
Um, Maybe it's just like a given, honestly. Like they're like, of course the priest is, you know, like. I mean, I think I think that's that's like I said, that was a very interesting way of showing. A you're like you need to prove creature. to me that you're not before, because I'm just gonna assume you are, right? Like that's just unfortunately where we're at these days. I think that was that was that was um, a very interesting. They could have explored that maybe even a little more, just like the whole context of like what what he teaches and what his, you know, what these people believe. And they kind of did with like where he like slapped the girl and then was like, like took the place. He's like he's taking the place of her dead father, who was yeah. the guy from the who we learned is the guy from the university, but like. The way he like yeah manipulates women and young girls especially that was that was shown at all kind of showing a little bit that he has like like he singled her out because she dared to speak up and he slapped her and put her in her place like he's got this misogynistic streak to him right I thought it was I thought it was interesting that um, uh, it's, it, I mean he basically says like I think more or less at the end that like. You know, I'm I'm just telling the sheep what they need to hear, yeah. So I can keep them sheep. But I don't think he really believed it, or that he really cared about them. Um, yeah, that's an interesting. It's all that's all that's all very. They were because he was like, they'll do whatever. Like, now that you've rejected me, like, see what see what I can tell them to do now. Like he. Yeah, they're just tools to him. Like, like they're he's minions. a very self-aware right leader of the group, and he's yeah. very aware of what he's doing. Yeah, how easy it is to manipulate them. Yep, um, he knows what he can get, and he knows what you know how to. Get and even it. before, like when the when James was like kind of like, I don't mean to question God's will, but like you know, like when he was like, I want Ellie alive, and he just like stared him down. I'm like, yeah, and it wasn't he, about he's like the alpha who's about, like, oh, someone's like nipping at my heels. I'll put him in his place. It was like, always about him. It was always yes. about like it was like you you you're questioning me. Yeah, how dare you? Like, yeah, are you are you losing your faith in me? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah at the beginning, yeah. He was like checking in with the guy, make sure he's still like loyal or whatever. Loyal to him. Yes. Yeah, that's why he made that mention of loyalty. Yes. With Ellie, which is like projection of like that's what he wants in others. Yeah. Yeah. And yikes. Yeah. And that that's that's probably, you know, a pretty accurate portrayal of you know, that is definitely it reminds right. me a lot of Trump. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, anybody who doesn't toe the line is disloyal. Right. So, like, yeah, you public know? service announcement. If anyone that is in a leadership position basically brings up loyalty. <laughs> right. That's a huge red flag. Uh, like any kind of loyalty test or like um, demand of allegiance. Yeah. And like are you in or are you out? Are you with me? Or are you against me? Like that is, those are all huge red flags that you yeah, need to be you're, really you're, careful. And like you're in an authoritarian system at that point. Right. And that almost never ends up well. Um, Cause you're either like, you'll either stay as the right hand man or whatever. Like you'll stay in good graces, but need to like be the hatchet man for the guy. Cause he, like, they'll, they'll make you be the, the dirty work person. And then you'll have to live with that or they'll turn on you eventually. So like get out of that. Like that's your, that's your warning to get out. <laughs> we've seen that play out a million times in all the cult documentaries and everything we've ever seen. There's always right. the moment of like the loyalty test or whatever, where they just like pull you in with these loyalty questions. 
And then um, the people who eventually and that was their chance to get out when they try to get out yeah. later, then it's all turned on them. Right. Right. Like, like with the Nexium, they had the collateral on them. Yeah. Right. That was your test of loyalty was you got to give over all this collateral. Like you have to like write like a terrible letter to your loved ones that like, like, you know, write this like letter of like why you hated them. And then like, if you ever leave, we'll like send this email, like we'll send the letter to your loved one of all the terrible things you said. About right. Them, right. So like, that's your like get out before they have your they have the dirt on you at that point. But at this but they in this context, right? That that what was even what's even worse is that a lot of those people are probably just they're it's just their like, very survival. Yeah, like what are they gonna do? Right. Even if they didn't like this guy or they shot because the truth him, is like yes you can they're safer together. They are safer together, unfortunately. And there was no place <laughs> else to go. Yes. Yeah, that's the hard part. And I think that that was very interesting how they showed how f- scared. Yes. The people in that room were at the beginning, even though they could have all taken him on. Like he's just one guy, but it's like ama- that's what's amazing that's, to me. Like yeah, anthropologically, yeah. is like how one guy, like one person, can sway at all these people. And it's like, and he the, can even it's amazing. He can even the maintain their loyalty as it becomes increasingly yeah. more obvious that there's no reason to be loyal. To yeah, the person. that's fascinating to me. <laughs> I don't know how that happens, right? But that's just human psychology. It's it's it like because it hijacks like a normal circuit, which is like a strong leader provide security and safety to the group that's a normal well, yeah, human like emotion people would rather be told social. what to do yeah than have to figure it out right it's yeah the unknown yeah. versus like the known yeah yeah anyway so yeah we have one more week we'll see you next week for the finale what did you give this one out of 10 uh like 8.5 yeah yeah i say 8.5 to 9 I, right, like I judge it, judging it by like how long, how often, like I never felt like I was like, I, I don't know that I was ever like bored right, or like had a moment where I was like disengaged. Like it now that's using your head. Right? Pulled me in and <laughs> <laughs> or Pizza the Hut or uh, Alfredo Pizza the Hut or <laughs> Spin- yeah, Spinach Pizza the Hut. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, you're about the, the Pirate, Pirate King. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some people were... Uh, uh, and that's a, that's for a different different podcast. <laughs> different podcast. All right. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that covers uh, episode eight. Was that mm-hmm. episode yep. eight? So there's one more. Yep. All right. Well, we'll be back next week to cover the finale. All right.